eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Rick on Von Dick on, Rick Rude Von Dick Dude, Davey Eyeballs, all hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? The King of Ginger Ale is back, baby. That's right. Good We're to back. have you back. Good, Good to have back. you back. And a little bit of a swerve. We we posted a poll on at Dork Podcast. Mm-hmm. So which episode would you rather hear? I think you should leave or Godzilla. Truth be told, Godzilla won the poll, 52% to 48%. And I know what the title says on this episode. It says, I think you should leave. But we're going to do both. I just haven't seen Godzilla yet. Davey, the father of two, has seen Godzilla already. Not today. Yeah, not so we will, we will get there, Ryan. But yeah, this we'll is the there. I think you should leave episode. And if you haven't seen that show yet, I, I urge you to pause this episode and go. It's only like an hour and a half. I urge you to go watch that right now. Yeah, like it's it's however long, how many episodes? Like eight episodes? It's six episodes. It's six of like episodes in like, minutes. Yeah, they're like 18, 16 minutes a piece, which so you is can, you can watch it all. We'll talk about that in a minute. But. We're gonna go through every goddamn sketch. But first, Ryan, let's get to the news. <laughs> start out with the top five movies at the box office right now number one is godzilla king of the monsters do you want to do an old school uh review in two for me let's do it what do you got not great fuck all right uh or, or i'll say uh, give me a second you put me on the spot i wasn't ready for that but ready all right let me circle out let me do the top five and then you can okay. give me your review in two of godzilla uh number two at the box office this week is aladdin which i thought was a delight number three is rocket man haven't seen it uh review from mac from mac and goose said it was good uh movie number four ma with octavia spencer which i feel like they gave away the whole goddamn movie in the trailer but i could Even be wrong they didn't it? I, maybe there's a twist, but it seems yeah. like it would have been kind of cool to at least allow one of the main twists to play out in the movie. And then number five is John Wick 3. So that movie is still making money. But what do you got for Godzilla? Less family. 
Oh boy. All right. Well, here's the okay. So not to get into it, this is spoiler free, but like, yes. there's a there's a story that plays out among a family. Okay. And it's I'm not there to see like family drama. I'm not there to see people you know work out relationship issues. No. No. Just fucking show me the monsters. Monster monster movies. Monsters. Monster movies should involve monsters. Mostly monsters. There should be yeah. more monsters than people. Less drama. I don't want to see the drama. Oh, I don't need drama. I need, I need that. Ooh. So again, we're, we're going to do a whole episode on it. But is the sweet monster action not there? No, it's there. Okay. But you're like you find yourself like once there's lulls in the monster action, you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. More more monster you action know? is what I would want too. Yeah. Uh, Ryan uh, Zach Stentz is a writer. I believe he was the screenwriter of the first Thor movie and X-Men first class. He was recently on fat man on Batman with friend of the podcast, Kevin Smith. And he told him that in 2011, he wrote a script for Fox that included a absolute huge crossover that involved all of the Fox owned characters at the time, which included fantastic Four, the X-Men Deadpool and at that point, Daredevil. This was before Avengers even came out. Any chance that movie would have been any good? No, none. Yeah, probably not. They didn't really set it up. Although the X-Men movies were good. The X-Men movies are good. Deadpool was good. If it was just X-Men and Deadpool, that would have been fine. But like adding that Fantastic Four to it, plus like a, a no, unknown Daredevil. But this wasn't even the right Deadpool yet. That's what I'm saying. So 2011, like, it wasn't even, you didn't know it was going to be this Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Yeah, I guess. So probably not. Probably, probably not good. It probably, probably would have been like some PG thirteen stupid thing. That, yeah, you know, but it's the right idea though. You know, like the the universe is the right idea, but you got to do it right. Like we've seen yeah. examples. One example where it's worked. One example where it has not. Let me just say, X Men Origins was a good idea too. We yeah. know that one. How do you ruin two great characters? Actually, <laughs> almost three. Almost but, three. Because you're supposed to get Magneto, right? But Wolverine snap back. Yeah, but number weren't they supposed to? There was a Magneto one on the. They were. Yes, and then, that was gonna be the next thing. Yeah, and then uh, Wolverine was so bad that they canned it. Yeah, not not good. Uh, Ryan, the trailer for Ford v Ferrari came out. This is gonna be speaking of uh, Logan. It's gonna be the director from Logan, James Mangold, and it's gonna have Matt Damon, Christian Bale, John Bernthal is in it as well. It's a true story. I don't know. I don't have a ton of interest in it to be honest. Like I'm sure it's gonna be acted well. I'm sure it's gonna be written well. I'm not a big car guy. Like I can't, you can't like everything. Well, I, I was a car guy at one point in my life. And then I realized that I didn't have the money to be a car guy. It's not a cheap uh, thing to be a big guy. No, it is not a cheap hobby, but the, it is a cool story. Um, dealing with like Carol Shelby, the guy who made like the Shelby Mustang, Shelby Cobra and all that stuff and how they, how Ford, it, it, you just watch the trailer. It looks good. It looks like a movie that'll be, you'll see it and you'll be like, that's good. I don't right. know if it's a theater movie for me, but we have it in the movie draft, I think. We do have it in the movie draft, so hopefully it does well. Yeah. Also, I would like to thank you and our buddy Shark, who uh, over the weekend immediately texted me that MacGruber is currently available on HBO Go yep. right now. Yes, it is. <laughs> so if you haven't seen MacGruber yet, now's your chance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just as funny and ridiculous as I remember it. So I've not it, seen it in a while, so I'm looking forward to it. And it's directed by your boy, Jorma Tacone. I'm telling you, these guys are geniuses. The Lonely Island guys and Tim Robinson, who clearly are friends because the Lonely Island uh, executive produce and Akiva, I think, directs a bunch of the episodes of I Think You Should Leave. These guys are geniuses. These guys are the best. And someone I retweeted someone the other day. They said that one of the best running gags in MacGruber is the fact that he takes his car stereo out. 
Every I'll time. Be on it every time. <laughs> and then the guy smashes it and he's like, that was a blow punked. You owe me a blow punked. <laughs> every time. He's got the convertible, but he so he takes it out the fucking yeah. deck every time. Let me tell you the story. I told you this when we were talking about our high school CD collection when someone stole the face off of, remember they had the removable face? Yeah, so you had one stuck in there, right? Yeah, 40 ounces of freedom, sublime. <laughs> it stuck in there for a whole summer. Until we could raise enough money to buy a new. Like, buy this a new is what we're listening here. to. So yeah, just get used to it. Yeah. Also available on HBO right now is the uh, recent Halloween. Yeah. Here, if you want to see that again? Yeah, I made my, my wife hadn't seen it, and I actually sat her down to watch it. She's a huge Halloween fan. What'd she think? The original. She loved it. Oh, good. Okay. She loved it, and she's a huge fan of the original. None of the other. She's like, I like the original, and that's it. Like, I don't like any of the other ones. And that's the, that's the smartest thing it did was pick up right from there. Yeah, and I said it's a true sequel, and she's like, so she's like, nothing. so they're not nothing. like related, or there's none of nope. that crap. So I was like, nope, it's just straight from the second, from the first one. She's like, good, and she she was all in. She loved it. That's what a lot of people really didn't like was the fact that they were related. So uh, yeah, it's it's not the best movie in the world, but it's uh, it's free right now. So go uh, check yeah, that, that boy out. It's a light news week, Ryan, especially because we did a late dork last week, so we caught up on yeah. a lot of the news there. So let's get to your news. It's time for Davey's video game Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, here we go. So I have one thing. It's going to be a quick video game minute because I got a little. I got a little problem here, Richard. Oh no! Let me let me try to help. Okay. What has been my biggest problem with Fortnite this entire time? The entire time. The little kids that play. That's a, that's one of them. But like the other thing, the other problem I have with Fortnite is that every time that there's a game that comes out, oh, they copy. They everybody. just copy everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they just like so. There was this in, for instance, Apex Legends had the system where like you could pick up a card and deliver it to like a beacon and you can like respawn your teammate. Yeah, which was cool. Two weeks later, Fortnite had that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Same with Apex, like they had a ping system. Where, like, ping system was great. Which they added to Fortnite like a week later. Um, people were talking about PUBG and had like vehicles. They added vehicles to Fortnite. So like the, my Even some problem, of the skins, like they had a right. lot of like Overwatch skins. Right. And you're like, come yeah. on. Yeah. And it just started like really pissing me off. And that was, and so Get this. So they have this new game called Dauntless. Daunt with a D? Dauntless, yeah. Okay. So, which is, I'm not kidding. It's a straight ripoff of Monster Hunter World, but it's free. So mm-hmm. I don't know how Epic Games is, like, getting away with this. Yeah, that is bad. You just ripped it like, off. Yeah, it's like a free version of that. Huh. But it's, like, more arcade. So, like, I don't know how they're getting away with this without getting suit like the pants suit off. And because remember yeah. they had that lawsuit with PUBG. Right. They must have like the best lawyers. And they, they must like, yeah. they must change it like just enough where people are like, oh you can't. Well yeah, because can't you put it out there and then like you get the cease and desist, but people have already downloaded it and then maybe like you said you change it just enough and you're like, see, we're good. Yeah. And then uh, downloaded it though. There must be like you said, they must have lawyers on their side who are because now they have more money than they know what to do. Like with. Johnny Cochran. Yeah, they'll pay off like Capcom or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. For um, sure. But it's amazing to me that this game exists. I'm going to play it and okay. see, what it, see what it's like. But like give it I'm a go. Just, yeah. The Twitch I'm stream's just, back, baby. Give it a Twitch. Yeah, it. We'll give it a Twitch. All right. I got to play some more Overwatch. I haven't finished my qualifiers yet. I'll jump on there later. Yeah, if you want to get, get slappy, I'll go on there. I, got. I just want to bitch about right. Epic Games a little bit and then Good. we'll move on. Well, now we're going to just, we've got plenty of time to laugh, Ryan, because this yeah, is, I've been, I've been looking forward to this. So let me ask you first, though. Are you ready for the topic du jour? Right, Ryan. Oh, sorry, I blacked Ryan. out. What? 
No, no, no. It's the topic of the day. That's fine. It's the oh, topic right. of okay. the day today. It is Netflix's I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. Just six episodes, about 16 minutes or thereabouts. So you could sit down and watch this whole thing in just over an hour and a half. Yeah. And uh, Tim Robinson, a guy who was a writer, cast member on SNL just for a few years, and he's done some other stuff. I never watched the show The Detroiters, but he was in that. No, I heard that it got really good reviews. Yeah, I think it was decent. I just yeah. I got to go back and watch that now because now I'm a fan. So uh, I know Mac and Goo were the ones that created this, but the power rankings. Yes, we're gonna try. We're gonna steal a bit from them. It's the power rankings. There are 29 sketches on this show. I have ranked them. So these are my rankings. If you have yes. a problem with them, these are my rankings. But Davey's going to weigh in, uh, say if he thinks they're too high, too low, just right. And then we'll talk about some of the best parts of these. And basically, we're just going to quote the sketches and laugh is what I'm guessing is going to yeah, happen that's, here. That's, gonna happen. That's, yeah. pr- that's pretty much it. All right. So, Ryan, coming in. So, by the way, all spoilers, obviously. there's not. I, we've talked enough about it non-spoiler. Go watch it. It's the best. It's I love it. Um, number 29. We're going to go from 29 down to 1. So the worst sketch in my mind is from episode four. It's called Christmas Carol. It's basically like a Terminator meets Ebenezer Scrooge. And he's like, oh, they're making bone soldiers. And it's like a whole thing. Tim Robinson not in it, which I feel like some of the weaker ones don't involve him. But this to me was the the most forgettable one. And this is the one that's right at the beginning of the episode, right? So the guys- it's one of those ones where they do this with a few of them. It comes, it opens the episode like 30 seconds. Then they do like another whole yeah. sketch and then they bring it back to finish it out. Yeah, I think I actually- in episode four. This is right where it belongs. The uh, I skipped this one. I was like, this is stupid. And I just like skipped over it. Because you yeah, said it didn't dumb. have Tim Robinson in it. And it was just like a green screen and a guy in like a robot suit like running yeah. around. Yeah. It wasn't just- great. You know, Instantly not, forgettable. Not very good. Number 28 on my list is Biker Guy from Episode 2. This is the dude who looks just like that. He's a biker guy. He's going around. He looks at all the motorcycles. He can't believe the motorcycle. Looks at a car. Looks at a bus. He's blown away. He goes back up to like space, so he's like an alien. And he looks at a crew of bikers, and he's like, yeah, guys, there's motorcycles. And yeah. That's kind of dumb. And then it's them running around being like, whoa, yeah, like look at this one. and like looking yeah. at just things with wheels. No, it's the dumbest. It's that's probably one of the dumbest ones. Yeah. So again, if you've never seen the show, you're like, really guys, you like the show that much. All right. Those are two bad ones. You're bad. Those I are bad. think, I think those are the only two that if I was watching it with somebody and I was hyping it up and that happened to be the first one that they saw, I'd be like, like everything else is better. Everything else at least has, like something funny, including yeah. number 27 on the list. Uh, it's called traffic from episode four. It opens up Tim Robinson's driving in his car. And then one of the guys that's in like a whole bunch of the skits with him is driving behind him and sees the honk. If you're horny sign. And then he just starts <laughs> honking like crazy the whole time. Yeah. And then he, he follows him all the way to a funeral basically. And then <laughs> long story short, Tim Robinson's like, listen, man, like I'm from a, f- a small town and like we had to find humor and I wanted to make my car funny. And then like, he's like, so you don't have porno? And he's like, no. And then anyway, he does have porno. He gives it to him. And then he sprints over to the funeral and sings an awesome song for his yeah. mom. I love that song. <laughs> Friday night. I'm thinking that we just <laughs> might. 
<laughs> I love it. That so the song is actually bad. It's not super funny. This it's one, not super funny. No, but I love that the guy's like, "You don't have any porno," <laughs> <laughs> and then he opens the trunk, and all it is is porno. Yeah, and he's like, "All right, just pick one and get out of here." And he's looking through, and he goes, "He's like, come on, hurry up and pick one." He's like, "Well, I've seen some of these." <laughs> so, so then he takes one, and he's like, he, "They give him a big hug," and then he runs over. And I'm telling you, it's worth it just for the song, and I think yeah. it's an original song. I think it is too. I've never heard that. Song I've before. never heard it before. And I've heard every song, so exactly. it's like <laughs> you should add this to your set list, right? This is a good one. It's simple. <laughs> it's, simple. it's good. Uh, number twenty six on my list is new printer from episode five. Yeah, where the office gets a new printer. The one guy makes kind of a joke, like "Oh, Santa came early," and everybody laughs. So then this awkward girl in the office starts trying to top him with jokes, and she does <laughs> yeah. like a weird voice. She's like, "Oh, that naughty elf must have been a mean <laughs> bastard to give it this early." <laughs> and the girl goes, the other girl working with her goes, "What?" And she goes, "Did I stutter, Megan?" <laughs> <laughs> And then the guy's like, all right, everybody calm down. Like, I think the printer's making everybody excited. But like this lady, I think that actress is yeah. only in this skit. No, she's, I've only ever seen her in that. She must be like a writer or something. Yeah, that makes sense. But she was really kind of funny. Like this skit is not one of my favorites, but There's that no, was pretty like funny. A red sweater on. She's got, yeah, like a yeah, turtleneck, turtleneck type of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a bit of mean old bastard to give it this early. <laughs> Well, the thing, just to stop, just take a break in the action right now. I think yeah. what, so people were tweeting at us all the time. Like, I, I get that you guys, I love that you guys love this, but I don't get it. I don't understand that. I don't, I think what, it's the absurdity of all of this. It's like that, like, um, I, I think it's really like, it, it. to me, it's just, it's funny. Like, I don't know, yeah. like, it's not like over the top, like smart or it's not like reliant on like slapstick although some there is physical comedy in some of the, the bits but right. like it's just funny i like i don't even know how else what better I mean, way for, to put me it. To, for me to analyze it's it's not that clever it's just that the most ridiculous thing people could say and do in any situation yes it's like let's put people in a normal situation yeah and see what the most ridiculous thing that can come out of that would be and on top of it, it's like if you take some of the weird SNL sketches, like yes. the 1245 SNL sketch, which they kind of let them go a little bit more, but then you put it on a channel where you can swear. And so if you like rated R comedy, if for whatever reason it's funnier when somebody is screaming at somebody, you know, fuck you. Like, I don't know why that's funny to me, but it is <laughs> funny. And like when they're that mad about stupid stuff, yes. but they can add that layer of like swearing. And that's what this show does. So it's, yeah, a lot of it's stupid. Like I, I would completely admit that. Most of them are. It's, it's it's ridiculous. It's absurd. It is, it is ridiculous. If you like absurd absurd reactions to things, this is the show for you. What do you think of uh, new printer at number twenty six? That's right where it should be. Yeah. I think. Okay. We're, once we get towards the middle, there's a couple that I found funnier than you. Okay. That we'll we'll get to. All right. Good. Uh, number twenty five. Actually, this one could have even flip flopped to twenty six. Twenty five is Party House episode six. And they have the intervention for Tim Robinson's character, who they all like all the people that work with them. And it's a woman who thinks that she's bought in Garfield, the Jim Davis's house, yeah. who was the creator of Garfield. And while she's doing the <laughs> intervention, she like taps one of the other girls on the shoulder and she's looking around because the place is filled with Garfield <laughs> stuff. And she's like, Oh, Garfield. They're sitting oh, on like a normal couch. Yeah. And, like, and it turns out it's not even 
It's the guy that tried to kill Jim Davis. It, that one might be the weirdest one. It's super weird. Yeah. It, it doesn't he like come down the stairs at one point. Yeah. That guy does shows he's up in the house. And yeah. Like, yeah. And so and he's like, he goes, I'm, he, did he say he's like, I'm Jim Day or he's like, I'm Garfield. Like he's just yeah. it's so dumb. And you got like this, they have this really heavy like situation where they're trying to like intervene on this guy yeah. and he's sitting in like an Odie lazy boy. <laughs> yeah. Like it's the most ridiculous right. thing. Ever. And all the coworkers are like being really serious, except for the one lady who was like, you were like so drunk that when I told you that I bought Jim Davis's house, the creator of Garfield, like you didn't care. Like you didn't comment that like it came fully furnished. Like she didn't say any of that stuff. Yeah. And I love like the setup of the, of the thing too. Cause they're like talking about intervening on this guy and like they're in the parking lot. And she's like, yeah. you can do it at my house. It's a big party house. It's a big, big party, party house. <laughs> big party house. And they're like, that's not what this is for. No, I know. But like, you just want to come. It's a party house. You and just want to come see it. Well, yeah. When the alarm goes off, the alarm says, I hate Mondays. I hate Mondays. <laughs> like, oh, that I like. That that I like. Yeah. So I got that at 25. At 24, I'm going Lifetime Achievement, episode four. This is the one where it's, uh, was it Herbie Hancock or whatever? The, no, uh, what the hell's his name? That he's giving him the Lifetime Achievement Award. But he, So Tim Robinson's like the MC, and he's up there, and he's like, I just, I don't, I want to make it clear that I don't think that the dog that bit me should be put down. Because it's a service dog, and I just didn't want that hanging over the event. And then it, it turns out that the dog was just humping him, but he claimed that it wasn't was trying to bite yeah. him. And it's not that funny, but there's a scene. So the in the he says it's a service dog, and it's a tiny little dog. It's like a Chihuahua. And the lady's sitting there, and she like interrupts him because she's like, "My dog didn't try to bite you." And then he finally gets off. And he's like, "What do you even have that you need a service dog?" And she's like. <laughs> I don't need to tell you that. And then he's like, and then they end up, somebody had like footage of him falling and then the dog humping on him. And then yeah. he's like, why, why do we need to tape everything? Like, can't we just live in the moment? So not great, but not great. I would move this one down a little bit. This was, I didn't like this one. Yeah. This one might be worse than new printer, new printer at least had, new printer, or like I would move party house up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. Lifetime achievement was not yeah. great. Number 23 is babysitter episode five where Tim Robinson and uh, his partner are go to, they're late to a, uh, a party and his partner says to him, he's like, Hey, you know, I, we're, we're, we're running late here. So if anybody says anything, like just blame it on the babysitter. And he's like, yeah, okay. So then they walk up. They, nobody says anything to him. They're just like, Hey, what's up guys? He's like, Oh, fucking babysitter. Like I yeah. fucking hate the babysitter. And they're like, what happened? He's like hit and run. And then it becomes <laughs> this whole thing. And then the guy keeps asking him about him. And he's like, no, like, no, the cops did come and they they just said the person like doesn't matter. Like it, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you mean doesn't matter? No, it's just it's just like they they doesn't they don't matter. And they're like, that's awful. And then he's like <laughs> uh so but then he like tries to show that guy up the rest of the 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 sketch, and it's like yeah. it was fine, but not there's a couple of good lines in there, but nothing amazing. Yeah, not great. But now we're starting to get into the good ones, though. I'm looking at this like we're starting to get into some of the good ones. So I agree with you. So, again, there's 29 of these bad boys. I think 22 up. They're all super quotable, and they're all pretty hilarious. So I have at number 22 the Has This Ever Happened to You from episode one where it's like the lawyer bit, like one of those classic commercials that you see. And he's like, has this ever happened to you? But it's like really specific. And he talks about two guys going in there and like ruining his toilet, running around his house saying, it's turbo time. And then you try to be a part of the turbo team. And they're like, you're not on the team. Stay <laughs> <your> team. <laughs> Don't run. 
And the, the, this was, I would move this way up. This is in my top 10 because, oh, okay. okay. Because it's like, and then you go to your toilet and then it's like your toilet, but there's a little hole and they find a, a thing from home Depot that says they bought your exact toilet with a smaller <laughs> hole. It's just for farts. Just for farts. That's amazing. I, and they say it's turbo time. And they start running around the house. And then you try to join them. You're not a part of the turbo team. Yeah, I love I love this one. This one's pretty good. And they have the two guys that are, that are there. And there's like they go into your bathroom and they keep going in and out of your bathroom, taking turns going into your bathroom. Making mud pies. Making mud pies, which they say a thousand <laughs> times in this whole series. Yeah. He's like, they're making mud pies. And then they both go into the bathroom. Then all of a sudden, the one guy's screaming that his foot stuck in there. And he says, hey, you got to get in here. And then you go in there and his foot is not stuck in the toilet. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? I love this one. This is okay. my top ten. All right, good. Um, at number, uh oh, did I misnumber these? Son of a bitch! No, you didn't. I don't think so. So what is this? Number twenty-two. Twenty-one. All right. Is this or did I skip one? Because I'm looking at. No, you're good. What do I have at twenty-one? Fenton Stables and Horse Ranch. Okay, good. So I did skip yeah. it on my my other list. So Fenton yeah. Stables and Horse Ranch, <laughs> number twenty-one. This one's great. He's like, have you ever been at like a horse farm? And so it's like these two old these these two old people on horses, and the wife goes, "Hey, honey, your horse has a huge penis." <laughs> and he goes, "I want to get off now. I'm not having any fun." <laughs> Which is awesome. It's like a it's like an erectile dysfunction or like a PD yeah. commercial because you sat on horses. So the the whole thing is you go to this farm and they make sure that all the horses have tiny penises. <laughs> and then like they're like, wow, like man, I'm bigger than a horse. Like, geez, like who'd have thought? It's just kind of stupid though. Like there's no No, but just the guys no reaction, I'm not having any fun. I'm not having any I'd like it to get off now. I'm not having any fun. <laughs> She's like, geez, honey. And like to get these old actresses to be like, wow, honey, your horse has a huge penis. Like, and that's why I think this is so funny. And it's not, like you said, it's not the funniest thing, but the fact that having watched Barry as much as I have mm-hmm. and watched, I laugh now when old people sign on to do ridiculous things because they're like trying to still be actors. It's amazing. Yeah. Like it, like you think of like Depends commercials or you think mm-hmm. of like, um, Remember that Chappelle show skit, Wu-Tang Financial, where you have all the old people doing the Wu-Tang thing? Amazing. Like, people had to, like, audition for that. Yeah. They had no idea what they were doing. No. And they've probably been in an acting class for, like, 20 years. Right. And that was their big break. Yeah. Oh, 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 and now they're, like, embarrassed to tell their family <laughs> that, like, they got a gig, but, like, it's about, like, horse penises. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's hilarious. Fenton Stables is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that's number 21. Number 20. This one I kind of go back and forth on. I, I can see this one being higher. I settled on at number 20 from episode one, the gift receipt. This is the one with Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yeah. And again, a lot of mud pies in this one. And he gives him the gift. And it's actually a really funny setup. So it's like his birthday. He's opening the presents. And the first person he opens the present from, he loves it. She's like, oh, I got you a gift receipt in there too, just in case. And he's like, won't need it. I love it. And then Tim Robinson hands him his gift. First of all, he's like, I didn't put my name on it, but like that one's mine. He opens it. And he's like, oh, thanks. And it's like a wreath. Like it's like the yeah. worst gift ever. And he's like, yeah, the guy at the store said he had one. And it works pretty good. <laughs> it works really good. <laughs> he's like, all right, thanks, Lev. And he's like, I put a gift receipt in there too. If you want something a little bit more you. He's like, okay. And then he goes to open the other one. And he's like, but you like it, right? He's like, yeah, no, I like it. Okay. And then like the gift receipt. 
Yeah, like 30 seconds later, he's like, well, then give me back the gift receipt. He's like, what? He's like, give me the receipt back. You don't need it. Give me the receipt back. So he finally gives it to him. He's on to the next present. And he's like, would you mind if I ate the gift receipt? And he's like, what? <laughs> he's like, go for it. So he eats the piece of paper. Then he gets sick. Turns out it's because Glenn doesn't wipe properly. It's all yeah, about mud the, pies. That was the, it's, it spiraled into like, you don't like the gift, into like, oh, I ate the gift receipt and now I'm sick because you went and made a mud pie and yeah. only used one square and got a little on your hand but didn't wash your hands. Right. No, I'm sick. Right. And then like the lady, the, the other girl at the party wants to prove Glenn wrong too. So she eats a different piece of paper and it's just like all, the whole thing is like a setup. And then I yeah. think Tim Robinson's character dies at the end. Like he's yeah, in like yeah. the car at the end and he dies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number nineteen. This one actually gets funnier to me. The first time I watched, it, I didn't laugh very much, and then I, I've, I've enjoyed it more. Is Game Night? From, I move it, move it way up, move way it up, way up for me. I love this. Okay, one. episode three. This is the one they're playing. Like I guess it's charades. Essentially, it's it's, it's char- essentially charades, and it's with um, Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric. From Tim and Eric, and yeah. all of his characters are just like jazz musicians and stuff. Yes. And so none of nobody else is the character. Nobody else is the party knows any of them. And I just the the funny ones to me are Roy Donk, or he goes, he's no Roy Donk. And then Robinson goes, Roy Donk. He's Roy Donk, the king of the tuck tuck sound. <laughs> he can hit the sea all night long. He's like that doesn't um, sound like anything. Long. Yeah, I love the uh, the gazpacho. We asked for like some oh my gazpacho. God. The gazpacho. And then he's like, he like spits it out. It's like it's too hot. And they're like, <laughs> they burned my mouth. It's it's been sitting out like it has like I didn't even heat it up. It's gazpacho. Like I know, but it's supposed to be cold. So if it's been sitting out, it's room temperature, and you're expecting it to be cold, it's gonna taste like it's boiling hot. It's gonna burn your mouth, and it's gonna burn your body. (laughs) She's like, oh, he's so annoying. I mean, he was a regular on the Colgate Comedy Hour. (laughs) Another regular on the Colgate Hour. Yeah, it's become it's become quotable in my house. Where if you know someone's good at something, you say like, "Well, he's no Roy Donk." He's no Roy Donk. It's amazing. I want to change my uh, PlayStation Gamer tag to "No Roy Donk," <laughs> or just Roy Donk if I can get it. Tuck Tuck, hit the sea all night long. Um, all right, number eighteen is the very first sket- sketch skit sketch from uh, episode yeah. one that's yeah. called both ways where he's at a restaurant doing a job interview and it's just good little awkward conversation the one guy was like you are great and then tim robinson was like you are great which is like kind of <laughs> awkward then he gets up to go out and he starts to pull on the door and the guys could see him and he goes well it's a push and he turns around and he goes actually i was here this weekend it does both it is one of those ones that goes both ways <laughs> And then he pulls it off the hinges, and the guy's watching him struggle to rip the door apart. My favorite part is he never blinks. He just stares at him, and (laughs) as he's pulling the door, and just they're just staring at each other. Neither one of them is blinking. And he like drools. He's like (laughs) at the end, he's got like this thing of drool like down his chin. He's like, I look forward to hearing from you. And then he just keeps going. (laughs) So that was a good start. Like that's what he knew. Yeah, and for it, Uh, number seventeen, episode two, pink bag. This could also be higher. This could be higher. This should actually probably be higher. Yeah. So this is the one where where Tim Robinson just sits on a whoopee cushion and it goes off and everybody laughs. And at first he doesn't even know he's on a whoopee cushion. And he's like, I farted. (laughs) And then he gets up. They're all laughing. He's like, what's this pink bag? And they're like, just a joke. And then he's like, what's the joke? What's the joke? And then he fucking loses his mind. He's like, what's the joke? That nobody's puking from my fart? Because that'd be a good day for me. That'd be a real good day for me. 
And then a bit, we were just talking about it right before we started, too. Like, what's next? You gonna put cake batter on me so it looks like a cum by pants? <laughs> what's next? Guys, what's next? What's you next? You put meatballs down my you gonna pour brown liquid down my leg so it looks like I squirted diarrhea down my <laughs> pant leg. <laughs> he just keeps going yeah. and going and going. Like, and then so they gotta rush me to the hospital so they can put yogurt back in my penis. And then meanwhile, <laughs> like somebody dies or whatever. Like, what's the joke? Who's the joke on? And the best part was he needed to get home for his family portrait. Like he had like a family <laughs> photo he had to get to. What's next? What's next? <laughs> oh, I love that one. Move that up. Move that uh, one pink up. bag. You're right. Pink bag should definitely be up higher. Number 16 is Wilson's toupees from Which, episode two. I would move this one down. It's it's pretty funny, but it's not that funny. I think but, pink bag is way funnier. So the whole setup to Wilson's toupees is they're like, <laughs> like they'll like gradually like lose your hair or whatever. Like you can't just go from like a toupee to no toupee or um, vice like, versa. So- it starts out with the guy who's completely bald. He's yeah. like doing like a three stooges, like curly bit. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's been wearing a toupee so long that he can't just go bald. He can't just go bald. Right. That's the whole point. Cause that's like, they show an example where he shows up to work bald. And the, the girl he works with goes, was that a toupee? You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you can hire them to bring a gorilla to rip your hair off. <laughs> Or was it like 52 days? Like every 17 hours, they give you like a new yes, toupee. Yes, they give you like a million toupees to wear. So it looks like it slowly goes back, which is amazing. Yeah. Or if they're like, you can't wait that long, don't worry about it. And they had a guy show up at a barbecue. This gorilla, <laughs> he rips his hair off. And the guy goes, hey, that's my real hair. <laughs> <laughs> It's so stupid. That's my real hair. Hey, that's my real hair. And you just <laughs> Wilson's two pays. So I like Wilson's two pays. All right. Oh, yeah. That's it. we're not even in the top half. So now we're getting into number 15. Although you're right, pink bag, game night could both be moved up. But these are all great coming up. Uh number 15, and maybe this is one of the ones we can move down slightly, is Nachos from episode four, which is hilarious. So Tim Robinson's on a date. And then he goes up to the bartender and he's like, hey, like the girl I'm with is eating all the fully loaded nachos. Like, can you go over there and tell her there's a rule that you can't eat all the fully loaded nachos? <laughs> and he goes, can't you just ask her to share? He goes, well, can't you just tell her there's a rule? He's like, it's not your rule. It's like the restaurant's rule. Yeah. And then so the guy goes over there and says that. And they're like having the best time. And they're like talking. And she's like, this is really fun. And then he goes over there and tells her it's a rule that you can't eat all the fully loaded nachos. And then she's like, Hold on a second. Did he ask you to say that? And then the Tim Robinson, he's going like, what? <laughs> the whole time, he's like, what? Like, he can't believe any of it. And she's like, did did you ask him to say that? He's like, who? She's like, him. Like, he's like, what? He's like, I went over there because the I wanted him to see if we could move tables because there's the air conditioner above us. And I didn't want you to get cold. She goes, there's no vent above us. He's like, I know, but I heard about. He's like, but I, I told, I didn't like the rule. She goes, you just heard about the rule. (laughs) By the way, sitting under an air conditioning vent, best seat in the house. Oh my god, best seat in the house. Absolutely, is a good Mm -hmm. spot. But that's really good. And then it just goes back and forth with the what's. And then he's like, she's like, check please. And he's like, we're gonna be really early to the movie. (laughs) She's like, I'm not going to the movie. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that was good. Uh, number 14 is Brooks Brothers from episode five. This is the one where he's, he's dressed up dog. as a hot dog and the yeah. hot dog car crashes into the Brooks Brothers. And so it opens up. The, there's the, the big crash into the door. There's a hot dog car. He's dressed entirely in a hot dog outfit and he's standing there. And they're like, oh, my God, what happened? He goes, yeah, come on. Whoever did this just confess. We promise we won't be mad. <laughs> and they're like, it's obviously you that did it. And he's like, no, it's not. And they're like, you're dressed up as a hot dog. He's like, so is that guy. And it's one of the guys like got a tie on. It looks like a hot dog. But the best is he's doing like this monologue at the end. And he's stealing clothes the whole time. He's just like adding suits and saying like, what's wrong with society? And then the cops are chasing him out. And when he's running away from the cops, he goes, you're fucking dog shit. And he's giving him the face. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. It goes out of nowhere. He just starts screaming at the cops. But I love it. I, I am a sucker for like uh, big, stupid costumes like that. He's at the hot big dog the whole time. Telling people like just way over the top insults. Like over way the over the yeah. top. Like just don't warrant anything. And he keeps saying that like it'd be okay if like if he just got a spanking. And like no one's going to spank you. Like no, that's not happening. He's like, well, this guy might. He's like, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Uh, number 13, Ryan, on my list is from episode one, Baby of the Year. Yeah, this, see, this one, I would move it down a little bit. Would you? Yeah. I, yeah, I no like, Tim Robinson. No Tim Robinson. But there's some good stuff. And so it's a bunch of babies, and they're running a, like, just like whoever's the baby names. of the year. Yeah. And there's one baby, the bad boy baby. Yeah. And the guy in the crowd who goes, fuck you, Harley Jarvis. <laughs> they hate Harley Jarvis so much. And then they go, all right, well, it's time now for our in memoriam. And, and this is my go, the only part of this I found funny was the line coming from this. The in memorial, in memoriam. And they all go, oh, my God. He's like, no, they, come on. They grew up. They grew up. They grew up. And I love the <laughs> little Jeffy Jeremy throat slashed. And they go, usually they don't say the cause of death of the in memoriam. Like, shut up. Uh, and then the one, the part at the end where the one judge finds out that the mystery judge was given oral by one of the parents. And he was like, and the, the kid would have done, still would have placed really high if it wasn't for the oral. So it was completely unnecessary for the oral. And I, I'm sorry that I mentioned the oral. <laughs> I, this one isn't bad. That one's pretty good. Like, and then it doesn't when, start out very good though. Like it, you're no. watching you like the, but then it ends. all of these end pretty well. Yeah, they end pretty strong, is right. Except for the fucking biker one. I didn't like the biker one. Uh, the biker one was not great. The biker not, was not great. All right, number 12 on our list. I love this one. This is the baby shower from episode six, where Tim Robinson, they're sitting around like in the failure room and they're talking about what they can get yep. for like the baby shower, like for like the gifts and stuff. And Tim Robinson keeps bringing up, he's like, what about Stanzo brand fedoras? <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah, they're they're stanzos. They're nice. And they're like, okay. He's like, what about like a thousand plastic meatballs? Like they don't go bad or stink or nothing. <laughs> She's like, so then you find out that it's just shit that he bought to invest in like a mob movie that never got made. And so he has like slick back hair wigs. He has like all this shit. And they're like, then finally the girl, he's like saying, he's like, for two hundred dollars, like I can get you some like meatballs. He's like, and his girlfriend's like, "You still have all that stuff?" He's like, "Well, where would it be?" He's like, "They look like pieces of shit." 
She's like, you just told them that they were good. He's like, yeah, I told them that. <laughs> but the best part of this too is like how his costuming in this, like he's wearing like this. Oh, his wig is outrageous. It's too. Outrageous. And he's got like one of those like big comb over wigs and he's wearing like <laughs> this like shitty, like V-neck shirt. Terrible. I would just say, well, I think what makes this show funny too, another break in the action. Sorry. No, go ahead. How ridiculous looking Tim Robinson is. He is a silly goose looking guy. Like he has a really big nose. Yep. His eyes are way too close together. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's got like a gap between like all of his teeth. Like he's like the ugliest dude. Oh, come you, on. Like, can't, you can't like, but I'm just saying like that, that makes it funnier kind of. It, could, it probably helps them. Yeah. They're stanzos. They're nice. They're nice. <laughs> he's like, she's like, all right, well, what if we bought like 20 fedoras from you? He's like, no, it's got to be quality on my end or no fucking deal. <laughs> and I love he gets upset after that and like whips the hood up. <laughs> and then they end up getting the fedoras. Yeah. It's like, they stink. And he's like, they're stanzos. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Number 11 is River Mountain High from episode two. Yeah. which they even take an actor from Riverdale. So it's like straight out of Riverdale. It's a girl and a guy right in the hallway. They're talking. And then Tim Robinson's the principal shows up. And this is what introduces us to TC Tuggers. TC Tuggers. Which, amazing. Amazing in that it looks stupid and it's a stupid idea. But how many times have you pulled like the, the stomach out in your shirt to like air yourself? <laughs> so yourself there's like a a button on the belly and it's like she's like you know because you're always tugging at your shirt so it doesn't stretch the shirt out or you don't hurt your hand like i've never hurt my hand and not only that what makes it for the what makes this sketch for me too is the fact that he's shouting the entire time (laughs) you put that on your butts you don't have to have a button so you just pull your shirt like you're just screaming the entire time the girl's like that's great she's like do they come in any other styles and he chugs a bottle of water and then he goes, not really. <laughs> not really. No. And you're not, they're not, you don't wear them ironically to like a pub crawl. It's not a snuggie. You know, it's not funny to wear them. <laughs> Hilarious. And then there's like a quick little ad of all the guys like tugging on tugging their shirts. Shirt. Yeah. All right. So I, I got that. Like I, love that. I did like that one. You like that one where it is? Like higher? I like that where it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Number 10. So now we're getting, we're finally getting into the top 10 here of, uh, I think you can leave. I think you should leave. Number 10, episode two, the man. This is how episode two ends. Will Forte on the plane. McGruber himself. Unbelievable performance by Will Forte. And this is actually the very first sketch I saw because they tweeted out the whole video like Netflix did. Yeah. So I saw this and then I was like, holy smokes. Like, you got Will Forte in on this. But it's just amazing. Will Forte, he's got like, he looks like Colonel Sanders almost. Almost, but he's yeah. he's playing such a creepy Will Forte character, and he's like talking to this couple. And he's like, and then they're asking him, they're like, "You going on vacation?" And he's like, "No, no, <laughs> business." Then in a way, in a way, he's in just full on Will Forte. Like so as good. weird as Will Forte has been, like this is like a hundred percent Will Forte. And what a ridiculous premise too, because Tim Robinson, when he was a baby, cried and kept Will Forte up, and it ruined his trip to London because he wanted to go to Buckingham Palace and make the guards laugh. And he couldn't do it. <laughs> he couldn't do it because he was too tired. <laughs> he was too tired, and it ruined his whole trip. So then, like, 29 years later, he came back to hunt the, haunt this guy. So this and, the whole thing, and the best part is, like, he starts screaming. So they move him back. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even his seat. It he wasn't sat. even his seat. So they move him all the way to the back of the plane. And then Tim Robinson and his girlfriend just put, like, noise-canceling headphones on. Can't even hear him. Yeah. You can't even hear him. It's yeah. unbelievable. 
I also like when he's getting up and the guy that's taking his seat starts to move in the same direction as him. He's like, yeah, that's right. Go the way that I'm going. He's like, that's, the, that's what he, <laughs> but that was good. He's just so over the top. Will yeah. Forte is All right, number nine on my list is uh which hand the magician one episode I one. three. I know you're a big fan of this one. I love this one. Cicely strong is in this one. He gets called up on stage. The magician basically makes fun of him. And then Cicely strong, his wife absolutely is pissed off that he made him look like a dick. Yeah, it just, you're such a fucking coward. Like she says it to him. In He's like, there's a light on. He's like, what? She's like, that fat piece of shit made you look like a fool. You he make pulled twice your, what he does. Yeah, he goes, you, he pulled your dick out and jerked you off until nothing came out. <laughs> your little boy penis. Yeah. She's like, we will stay together for the kids, but I will not respect you. And I will make sure that they don't either. And then so he goes back. And it's so funny. Like he's just so pissed off. And he's sitting there. They're like, I'll need a volunteer from the uh, from the audience. He's like, I'll go. And he goes up there. He's like, I don't have a baby dick. (laughs) Okay. Like, oh yeah, we don't do this. We don't usually don't do this. The second cut, you know, second time for the same guy. Uh, You ruined my fucking life. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. I love that one. That is a really good one. Uh, Number eight. New Joe. I love New Joe. You gotta move New Joe up. You think New Joe probably can go up a little bit? That's episode three. Fred Willard, he's playing. It's a funeral, yes. and they said their organist, their normal organist, uh, called out sick. So they bring in New Joe to play the organ, and he brings his own organ, even bigger which like, organ, which is like a carnival <laughs> organ. And my favorite line of the whole thing, he kept, he keeps going like, "My condolences." My condolences. And he's like, he's like, and he's like playing all these like the clown horns. He's and stuff. throwing, he's throwing plates behind him, like make sound effects. It's like a vaudeville organ. It is. And it's my amazing. favorite line is he's like, "Is it? Can you like play something else?" He's like, "Oh, here's a somber tune uh, about a little duckling who gets his head stuck in a stewed tomato." <laughs> <laughs> he's like playing like all like these stupid things yeah. throwing plates on the ground so feel free My to cry. Condolences. and then the the <laughs> the priest goes new joe as he's like playing all the sound effects and what? he looks at him and goes what keep going <laughs> <laughs> new joe is great new joe is awesome new joe is funny uh number seven this one this one takes a little bit to get going but laser spine specialists from episode three this is the one where they're going on, and it's like one of the, it's like a parody of one of those commercials that everybody just kind of, oh, I can do this now, so I can do this, and like so then it gets going, and it's like I could like finally like wrestle my son or whatever, but then it goes to the guy Tim Robinson. He's like, I could get my money back from Robbie Starr at Superstar Track Records. <laughs> he goes, he it. so it's such a detour from the commercial yeah. and now all of a sudden he's in this guy's office because he got scammed and he's like he, he thought he wrote like a hit song moon river rock which, moon he, river play, rock, yeah. which he plays at the end moon river rock moon <laughs> river roll <laughs> it's like the worst song ever but then the guy give these things time the producer is so good that yeah. guy's like cracking up the whole skit oh, like, yeah, you can't even get through it and he's like He's like, I actually just got a new song in here, and it's in your Q zone. He's like, no, it's not exactly in my Q zone, is it? He's like, oh, don't, don't, don't give it to him. Bring the other guy in, yeah. like the other middle aged guy. Like, yeah, he was pissed because he didn't get his song on the radio because the guy said he would. Yeah, you need <laughs> to like give these one. things time. Yes, we need to fly. Oh, who's the guy? Like, we need to fly in a guy from Iowa to mix it, and he's like slamming the desk. <laughs> I love that one. Um, number six. This one has a real special place in my heart. This is the day that Robert Palin's murdered me, episode five, because 
a uh, little peek behind the curtain into my life is I will often bother my wife by singing songs that I make up. I do that too. And all the time. I, my favorite thing to do is make overly sexual song parodies of famous songs. Sure. And sure. I will ruin everything <laughs> from pop, whatever, what's popular today with the kids mm-hmm. are listening to. Sure. Do nursery rhymes. I will add something about anal into like, <laughs> you're, gonna, like you're like just, a modern day Andrew Dice Clay. Or like a, like a, I think of myself as a, um, like an NC-17 Weird Al. Oh, I like that. You know. That's a good one. We can add that to your nicknames. Yeah. The NC-17 Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> well, because part of my problem is like I cannot – I have a mental block. I can't remember lyrics to songs anyway. Yeah. So I have to I have to make up the lyrics. So this is the one where they're in like a recording studio. Yeah. He's playing like the bass guitar, and the guy next to him is kind of like a Johnny Cash. And then so the guy didn't like the song, so then they're like – just last ditch effort. They go to play a song. And so the guy's doing one verse. But he's like, you know, follow me on this. So he's like singing. And then when Tim Robinson starts to go, all his song is about skeletons. And it's ridiculous. He's like, the skeletons come from underground and all over. The bones are their money. <laughs> the skeletons will pull your hair up, but not out. <laughs> what? He, and then he's like, he keeps referring to this bones being their money. And then the guy in his pants getting pissed at him. And he's like, you said like four times that their bones were their money. He's like, yeah, that's because I didn't remember if I said that. And then finally, he, <laughs> Tim, Robinson, Tim Robinson says to the producer, he's like, listen, like we know our song's good. So do we have a deal or not? And he goes, well, actually, we we really are just interested in what in what Billy was singing. He goes, Billy me or Billy him? He goes, your name's Billy too? He goes, no, that's why I'm so fucking confused. (laughs) (laughs) Any any unnecessary swearing will get you laughing like that. I I laugh every time. That's why he's like, wait, he goes, you're Billy too? No, that's why I'm so fucking confused. (laughs) (laughs) Because that could have been clearer. Only one of them is Billy. And he said he liked Billy's part. <laughs> Billy me or Billy him? <laughs> wait, you're wait, you're Billy too? No. That's why I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> At one point he said there the worm <laughs> the worms were their money. <laughs> and, and then he said that the I'm laughing at how fucking hard you're laughing right now. Because he said that the bones were his money. I know this is not not good podcasting, but I'm looking at Rich right now. His face is fucking tomato red. Oh my god. Because some of these ones, like I've watched it so many times, but then when you start to actually dissect it, I just lose my mind. And he's like, he's talking about a skeleton. So all a skeleton is is bones. But the bones are their money. (laughs) They'll pull your hair up, but not out. (laughs) He's rich. Rich Keith is crying on the air right now. I think we need to move this one up. Yeah. All right. (laughs) So now we're getting into the top five, right? Now Now we're getting into the nitty gritty here. Number five, I have also from episode five. That'd be choking. Tim Robinson's out to dinner with like a whole group of people. He looks down the table and he goes, is that Caleb Went? He's like, I'm a huge Caleb Went fan. 
Then he immediately eats something and he starts choking on it, but he doesn't want to call attention to him because he loves that guy so much. So he's just having a conversation with his friend. And he's like, <laughs> I can't do the choking voice, but it's amazing. Like he's clearly played it up like he's choking, but he he won't let him call for help. He won't do anything. And then he keeps bringing water to his face and smelling it and pretending like it's snowy. Like <laughs> he's like, his friend's like, the water doesn't stink. You can't drink that. You're choking. He tried to put something in his mouth to eat it. <laughs> he just like chewed it, like fell out. And he's like, what's going on here? What's going on? He's like, what's going on out here? What's going on? My he's favorite, like, again, like the little things about this, like he's inexplicably wearing like a gold chain that is way too tight. Oh, like an and earring, like a, right? And like a single earring. It looks ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. But then ridiculous. so his friend, oh, and his friend, watch it again. His friend is like trying not to laugh at the one part where he's like, what's going on out there? What's what's going on out there? And then he goes, I want to go check. No one hit my car. And then he walks oh, the cops are outside. The cop shows up, so he walks out and he gets the Heimlich and then he survives. <laughs> But every time he he sniffs the water and he's like he like puts his hand in front of like stinky yeah. he's like oh my god so good oh, oh that's a good one that one's I funny. think yeah there's some funnier ones than that but that okay. that one's pretty good all right number four is the Instagram one from episode one with Vanessa Bayer I love H- this one hilarious hilarious like, because it's making fun of exactly what women do in yes. groups. Yeah. And I've seen this firsthand. I've seen you've all seen it on um like social media with like all oh, these two she, be, you called me a dumb dumb. You call me you called me a dumb dumb. And then she's like, eating pig shit with these fat fucks. Like, <laughs> I won best hog at the hog shit snarfing contest. And they're like, whoa. And it's like, what? It's cute. It's cute. It's cute. If, if they died, no one would care. No what? one would care. Bukami sleeping. These pigs. Like she just goes yeah. up like <laughs> these pig fuckers. I love these that pig one. Fuckers. These fat. But the best is that she starts making fun of the food too. She's like, <laughs> like slurping down pig shit with these fat fucks. They're like, whoa! What are you doing? Boo caught me sleeping. Like you're not sleeping. You're not sleeping. You're Let not me sleeping. try another one. Let me try another yeah. one. Bay. No, I tagged you in that one. All right, number no, three. I love this one. Bozo. Episode six. I lo- I like this one. I don't like it as much as you do. Though. Oh, my it, God. It has that one line. It's got a couple lines. Well, yeah, it's got one really good line. Yeah. But So they're sitting there, and, of course, the premise is that they're all just killing time at work, and they're, like, playing viral videos that they all like, and he doesn't know of any. And it's just so good because they're like, oh, do you – like, Tim, do you have one? He's like, yeah, I just – I don't know how to search it. Like, I don't know what you, I don't know. I don't remember how to search it. And they're like, well, what's it about? I don't remember how to search it. So then the next day he comes back, same thing. They have more time to kill. And he's like, Oh, I have one. They're like, Oh yeah. What is it? He's like typed in Bozo dubbed over with a space between the words. What? <laughs> between each of the words, each of the words. Then they look at, it, she's like, it says it has one view and it was uploaded at six o'clock. He's like, yeah, I think so. He like squints at it. He's like, I think so. And by the way, I tweeted this out. This video does exist on YouTube. Does it really? Yeah. Bozo dubbed over. They put it up. I don't you know. Who put it up. Put a space between all the words, right? Put a space in between all of the words. Okay. But then it's just an old Bozo clip. And then it's him being like, what the fuck? I'm not even supposed to be here. I hope I don't jack off. <laughs> And, and go, it's like made with like the most like 
basic film editing ever. just ever and they're like what is this supposed to be he's like i don't know i think it's like a viral video or something <laughs> i fucking die every time like he's so very- like a clown pewter i bet it doesn't have any fucking games and they're like so is this what somebody is saying he's like no i think it's it's what Bozo wanted to it's say. What he was thinking. It's what he <laughs> wanted to say. So the very first comment on the video says, took so long to find this video because I forgot to put the spaces between the yeah, words. That guy gets it. <laughs> yeah. that, guy, that guy knows what's going on. All right, number two. <laughs> jack off. <laughs> I don't jack off. That, that really cut me up pretty good. I was in trouble with that one. Number two on my list is uh, also from episode six. Let's say episode six is the, is the episode. Uh, I think this is from episode six. Maybe not. Focus group. Three. Episode three. Oh, my bad. I wrote it wrong. Episode three. That makes more sense. Focus group. Tim Robinson running a focus group for a car. How to improve a car. And they have this one dude who I've never seen him before. He's not in any of the other sketches. Episode two. Okay. Thank you. Episode random guy. And like, what is that accent? Is he like Italian or something? I don't know. He wants a goose steering wheel that don't fly off while you're driving. He says it three times. A good steering wheel. Don't fly off while you're driving. <laughs> too small. They're like, why would we make it too small? So there's no room for your mother-in-law. And then he's like, <laughs> teaches pets. And he like hates that guy, Paul. Oh my God. It takes such a turn in this episode or this sketch too. Hilarious. Good turn in the sketch. But I, this is a good one. I would move it a little lower. I like a couple of the other ones. We're, we're some discrepancies here, but this is a, this is a solid one. All right, which one, unless it's the one that I also have at number one, which one would you have it at, at number one? Not the one that we both have at number one. So you do have that one at number one. Okay, I, so which one would you have one, at number two then? Um, I really like Laser Spine Specialist is a good one. Yeah. Um, yep. And Witch Hand. I thought Witch Hand was awesome. Moon River Rock. Moon River Roll. <laughs> it's in your food zone. Yeah. Those, I mean, all these ones in like the top 10, you can kind of jumble around a little bit. All right, number one, without question. We've already even talked about it on the podcast. We talked about it weeks ago when it came we out. About it every time we talk to each other. This is my favorite thing I think that has ever happened. It's in the last episode. It's with Andy Sandberg, Chunky. Chunky. Unbelievable. The whole thing. We got to figure out what Chunky's deal is. Every, what is the name of the show? I'm trying to think. It's. I think it's Chunky. called Chunky. No, I think the I show, forget. I think it might be called chunky, but every time he comes out, it's so good. And what's sneaky, really good about it is how aggressive he is with Andy Samberg. Like he grabs the back of his head and like, <laughs> like cranks the, his arm. yeah, but it's funny though, because it's like, it's clearly what's funny to me about this episode is that the game show itself is the most convoluted, stupid thing. It's dumb. The game movie. show sucks. And they just, we got to figure out what Chunky's deal so, is. Yeah, He's eating your points. Yeah. He's eating eat him up. So there's basically like pressure luck with the whammies, but Chunky yeah. comes out. And yeah. like he takes all your money and he's supposed to be eating your points. And he like, he grabs like Andy Sandberg's <laughs> arm like yeah. lightly. And yeah. like, what are you doing? What is he doing? He's like, he's gobbling up your points. Eat he's, your points. He's eating your points. He First, he just comes out and he kind of goes side to side. And then the yeah. this is Tim Robinson's reaction every time. He's like, all right, what's, what's he going to do? He's like, you gotta, you gotta figure out. Then he comes out the second time. He comes walking out. He's like, he goes, oh frick. He's like, what, what is this? You have a bag? And then he's like, hey, that's my bag. And he takes his computer out. 
don't for don't say those are expensive chunky. Don't smash it. It's too, don't do it, chunky. He smashes it. He's like, you owe me a new computer. I don't. <laughs> Which is how angry Tim Robinson gets throughout the course of this episode is the oh, funniest part. It's so good. Don't come over here. But the whole time he's shouting. He's shouting it like the ground, which yeah. I don't know why. To me, that's super funny. It was so good, but I love don't how he <laughs> and he only calls him Chunky too the whole time. He calls him because then he comes out a third. Chunky comes out a third time, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Bag. And he yeah. comes out with the. <laughs> he takes his hat out and he goes, "What do you want to do? You want to put the hat on him?" And he goes, "All right, let's see how that looks." <laughs> he's like, "All right, you got my hat on me." Oh, that no, it's Sammer. He's like, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, don't swear. He's like, how many game shows do you know where they swear? <laughs> and then Colleen's like, we haven't been to the board in a while. He's like, I know, Colleen. This I show's know. gotta suck. Well, he also goes up. Uh, there's no like discernible thing like on the board. It's just like no. blue squares. Yeah. So they have to be like uh, fourth row, fourth <laughs> Three, row, third one over. Yeah, right. And he's like, "That's a chunk." He's like, "You didn't even flip the thing over." He's like, "I made the thing. I know where the thing is. I made it." <laughs> you didn't even flip it over. Yeah. Oh my god, Th- this one absolutely crushed me. I I have never laughed this hard. Like maybe chair and itty. I laughed pretty hard at chair and itty on that thing. Yeah. But this might be even better. And it was every time Chunky came out, and then when you can hear, you can hear a muffled Chunky. Yeah, and I was like, "Don't talk." He tries to the talk to like on the thing. Don't move. It looks fake. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, it's just the absurdity of the whole thing. It's it, it's awesome. It's so like, the fact that you can kind of you really can't. Chunky's trying to explain like what he's doing. And yeah, he's, he's like, like don't, yeah. Don't talk. And he goes to walk towards him. Don't come over here. Yeah, yeah, you had all summer to figure it out. That's my favorite line in the whole thing. Like, you had all <laughs> summer to figure it out. Like, what was he doing in the summer? They had no idea. They and just, he's like, like, just dump it. Yeah, this is garbage. Dump it. This is garbage. <laughs> yeah, this is shit. <laughs> I'm a sucker, though, for like mascot humor, too. And so as soon as he comes walking out in the stupid costume, like, it's I'm the most ridiculous costume. Oh, it's dumb. It's so dumb. Just big, just, just like a red monster. Yeah. That's it. Like a, remember my pet monster? <laughs> kind of looks like that. <laughs> when he comes out, the first, before he even touches Sandberg, and he just w- goes side to side, like next to him, he just kind of sits. And Sandberg's like looking at him, like waiting for him to do something. He's like, ooh. <laughs> oh, hey. That's and the a be- chunky. The best was like, this red condiment can be used on hamburgers. <laughs> that was the yeah, first question for $500 ketchup. Oh, <laughs> uh, the whole thing is uh, amazing. That is and amazing. They also don't even like. They were at one point going back and forth. Like Colleen, you have control of the board. She's like, all right, now like the next, like Andy Samberg has control of the board, and then he goes back to Samberg again. He's like, you just went. You have control of the board again. Like it's not none of it even makes sense at all. The best monkey comes up first and starts doing this little dance, and then he does like the arms up like he's trying to scare Andy Samberg. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he grabs him by the back of head and rips his shirt. <laughs> I wonder who was in that suit. I wonder if it was like one of the Lonely Island guys, or maybe it was like one of his buddies that's in like the other yeah, skits. Like a writer or something. Yeah, that was pretty. That was can't be chunky. <laughs> so you guys, let us know. Hit us up uh, at Dork Podcast on Twitter, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. What was your favorite uh, sketch from? I think you should leave. Yeah, if you and if you haven't seen it, see it. Like it'll cool. What's it? What's it? An hour? What are you doing for an hour? You're not hour doing and anything. Half. Hour and a half. What are you doing? You're not Rip doing anything. It. No, you're not. You're not doing nothing. It's all so good. And then they even become what I've also noticed is as time kind of passes, 
after you've seen it, even the ones that aren't super funny, like become more quotable. And that's the thing. Like I, I will be full of disclosure. I was watching this with my, uh, my partner, my wife. Yeah. Nice. Um, and she's like, this is dumb. Yeah. But then the next day laughed, she was quoting it back to me. Yeah. My wife, not a huge fan, but then I, I think it's only because I've been so nonstop talking about it. Like yeah. I don't shut up talking about it, but oh. like, cause then I was playing some of them for her and she's like, she's laughing. Yeah. Like I was like, I need, I want a good steering wheel that don't fly off. Like <laughs> can't beat it. Well, it was funny. Cause like I was asking my wife about like a new boss or something like someone part of the school. And she was like, uh, I was like, well, how do you like him? And she's like, well, he's no Roy Dunk. That's <laughs> like the, per- it's the perfect, <laughs> like, perfect Perfect. Yeah. perfect. He's no Roy Dunk. Yes, this was awesome. So, yeah, we, so we both have Chunky number one then. Yeah, I like Chunky. All right. Chunky was, and that is you telling me. So I watched like the first episode and I was, I was on the fence about it. And you're like, you have to get to the Chunky episode. And I didn't know which one it was. So I just want to. And I'm like, what's they're all 15 minutes anyway or yeah. whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. So I just watched the whole thing. Yeah, and the witch hand one was Cecily Strong. I'm just going through the list right now. The yeah. Instagram one I thought instantly was funny. Yes, um, laser spine specialist I thought was great. Um, the man was like super weird but funny. Super weird, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, Stanzo brand fedoras. They're Stanzos. They're nice. <laughs> New Joe. <laughs> New Joe. New Joe killed me. Game Locked night I thought was awesome. Obviously. Yep. Um, has this ever happened to you? Which is like the very first one. I was like, this is something I would enjoy. Like if you yeah. if you I would say watch the first one if you don't think the first episode is funny like either a watch it again yeah or b it's not for you you know yeah right I mean it may not be I mean it's not for everybody I mean because I, that I, one has oh. it has uh, the both ways the door I think the worst episode just quickly looking at our list would be episode four. Yeah, that doesn't. It has. Uh, I think Nachos is the best one from four. That's the best one, for, but we only have like two from episode four. No, no, no. Lifetime Achievement, Christmas Carol, and Traffic. On traffic. Yeah. Um, Christmas Carol. Friday like night. I'm thinking that we just might. But episode uh, one has both ways the door. Yeah. Uh, Instagram. Has this ever happened to you? Instagram, the baby thing. And gift receipt, okay. gift receipt. Like that's that's an awesome episode. Yeah, that is a strong episode. Yeah, that is really good. <clears throat> uh, just the uh, babies, little Jeffy Jeremy, throat splashed. <laughs> one of, one of the persons got like pancakes by like a drunk driver or something. Yeah, like yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, good shit, man. Good shit is right. All right, Ryan. What do you say we get to the old pick of the podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Pick of the pod. Would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you also may defend the goal? I will receive this okay. this week. Go ahead. Um, so speaking of Tim Robinson, I am a big fan of the show Documentary Now, which yes. the first two seasons were specifically it was Bill Hader and Will Armisen. Uh, season three, Fred was they, is that what I said? No, you said Will, but you, I know who you oh, meant. Fred, Fred. I meant Fred yeah, Armisen. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Let me say that again. Oh, you're good. Bill Hader. Yeah. Fred Armisen. Correct. Um, so the first two seasons was basically just them. Um, and then, uh, season three, they kind of opened it up. So season three just got put on Netflix right now. There is the last episode of that season is called any given Saturday afternoon. Um, and it's a fake documentary about bowling. Amazing. And Tim Robinson plays, uh, basically Pete Weber, the guy, who do you think you are? I am (laughs) like, he plays that guy. Awesome. Um, because if uh, there was an E60 about Pete Weber, about that whole thing. 
Yeah, there was. And it turns out his father was like the greatest bowler of like of all time. So he was trying to be like better than his father, and his father was like didn't give a shit about yeah. him. Sure. So well. there's that whole thing, but it's like it's and um was it Michael C. Hall who plays Dexter? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's in it too. Interesting. He's in it and he's hilarious. All right, I'll watch that tonight. Yeah, watch it tonight. Like watch it as soon as we hang this up. It's, I will it's, watch and that. I want it. There's a line in it that you will love that Tim Robinson delivers. That's his catchphrase. Oh, I can't wait. And you're going to say it over and over and over again. So I check, check that, specifically that episode from Documentary Now. All right. Well, it's funny that you say that. I think we may have mentioned it before, but in the same vein, on Netflix, uh, the the series Characters, they there's a different actor or actress that has like a whole episode. And so Tim Robinson also has an episode. Yeah. I think it's episode seven, but you can just search for it. It's Tim Robinson on the show Characters. And the... Pointer Brothers, Pointer Brothers killed me. <laughs> I I saw that. Yeah. Uh, so fun story. So the school I work at, that we do like a Friday, like morning meeting, and like kids get up and like do skits. Yeah. And they tried to do the Pointer Brothers. I had never heard of it. And like, you got to watch the thing. They didn't do it as well. But no. I was like, that's actually pretty fun. Well, and it's like two of the guys that you would recognize from this. I would say though that one was good, but looking at this list, only the Pointer Brothers would be in like the top fifteen. Oh, like yeah. it's not as strong yeah. as as, no. as the show is. Uh, and then my other pick of the podcast was I was on the latest episode of Mac and Goo, where we did a Seinfeld episode draft mm-hmm. uh, along with Jason Rossi. So check that out right now, and you can you vote. Really winning, by the way, I had a good I draft. I feel right like now. I had a good draft. What was the best one you got? Uh, my favorite episode I took at number two overall, The Voice, the one Hello! with. That one? Not only that, but so that's the name of the episode, but that's also the Kramerica Industries with Dan, oh, yeah, the intern. intern. Amazing. Yeah. I love I love that one. And it's with George is working at Play Now. Remember, oh, they don't Kruger? want him to work there anymore. Yeah. And he, no, no, that's not. No, 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 no. It's, uh, it's the one where he fakes being handicapped, so they give him the... Yeah. the and yeah. so now, like, he has to just show up to work, but they're making it more and more difficult for him. So he yeah, has to, like, break all his office. It's tremendous. So check that out. Uh, Coming up on the, I don't know when it's going to be, but we will do a Godzilla episode and we'll also do a dark Phoenix episode. So those will be coming out at some point. Right. All right. Okay. You can rate, review and subscribe to hashtag dork on the iTunes. We of course are on Twitter, YouTube. You can email us dorkpodcast gmail.com at any time. And it's the summer season for your boy, Davey eyeball. So he'd be twitching. He'd be twitching. We out here. www.twitch.tv backslash Arvon D. Come find me. I'll tweet the link out. All right. Ryan, I love this. This was fantastic. This was fun. This was a fun episode. This was a Might be a little bit of a niche episode, but go ahead and say it. Could be a niche episode, but I also think it was a perfect episode. Nailed it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.